0: praying together, when we're praying for each other, when we're asking each other questions. To do that with an open heart and trusting the other person is really the center of communication and how we communicate as a couple. Hey. It's Billy. I'm glad you're here. On today's episode of Start Small, Believe Big, we welcome back my hubby, David Jouse. And we're talking about how to make our prayers better. More with him in a minute, but first I want to thank you for listening. All of the episodes of the podcast, my social media links and email are on my website, billyjoust.com. I would love to hear from you. Also, previous episodes with David will be in the show notes so that you can find them and enjoy our previous times together. You might get a kick out of some of our hilariousness together. <laughs> I believe when we begin to grow our faith with small steps while believing in our big God, we will be empowered to live out our calling and purpose, one step decision and action at a time. Now, let's not resist that small beginning but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Hello, my hubby. Welcome to the show.
1: Great being back here. Um, yeah. I look forward to talking with the listeners.
0: We have done a few episodes before, so like I said, we will have those in the show notes. And just to give a little background on... The hubby and me, we have now been married almost 33 years at the time of this podcast episode publishing. We have 3 boys together. Well, they're not boys anymore. Growing they're adults. they're adult men. I don't know if they're yes. adults, but they're trying to adult, right?
1: Adult men are not always put together.
0: No, especially when it comes to my children's father. (laughs) I was thinking that, too. I've told stories on other podcasts of silliness, of how um, you do things I ask you not to do with the boys, and it turns into broken windows or all of the uh, silliness that boys can do.
1: They're all alive still and kicking.
0: (laughs) They are alive and kicking. So today in the episode, we're going to be talking about how to make prayers better. And one of the things we talk about is communication with each other. One of the questions that we often say in our relationship, one of the questions we often ask in our relationship, in our life, in our everyday life, I don't know if any of you may struggle with it, but it's, what do you want? What do you want to eat? Where do you want to go for dinner? What, what do you want to eat? What do you want to do on our date night? What do you want to watch on TV? What do you want? And it's a question that comes up a lot, I think, in a lot of marriages, um, from food to dates to how to discipline the kids. But we tend to hold back from being honest with one another about what we want, not even just in the small things, but in the larger things. How, what do you think about the question what do you want in our honest heart of sharing with each other? what What holds you back from being honest? what and I'm not trying to call you out on <laughs> being honest to me now, but what is it when you really are honest and say what you
1: want? Well, and, and it's it's not that you're dishonest. Mm-hmm. It's that you it's the hold back. It's what you share. Because of possibly trying to, to be thoughtful of the other one, thinking that if you impose upon your wishes, your desires, desires, you're influencing what your partner, your spouse wants, which you should actually know or be bold enough to ask, well, even though I want this, what is it that you you want and, and hopefully get back the same thing? So that's one of the things. The other thing is oftentimes um, rather than if you're if you're in where I am in a spot where oftentimes we have to do something that I'm doing because of my work or because of what uh, I have to do in in a. In work or something else, then that next time, if you're asking what do we want to watch or what we want to do on a date night or what we want to eat, um, well, geez, I've taken, I've taken these things and forced them, which the, the spouse doesn't think that, that it was forced, but I think it's forced. Um, so at that time, I will say, well, well, it's, it's not what I want. It's, it's what you want. What, what do you want? Rather than share what really is going on in your heart at that time.
0: Yeah. I think one of the things for me is that I don't want to, um, tell you what I want in a sense of, um, maybe it impedes on you in a negative way, or, um, it implants a negative thought into your mind, or I'm telling you what to do, or, you know, a lot of times I don't answer that question out of the fact that I don't want to put pressure on you. You know, you're in a high, high pressure job a lot of times. David is a professional baseball coach. And um, in those days where he's preparing for a game or in a hard series or, you know, anything like that, I don't want to put pressure on you, even though I know that you have the goodness in your heart to tell me the truth, to share with me. It's not like it's a do or die, I'm, you know, I, I'm pushing things on you or I'm, 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 I'm wanting you to do what I want to do. I, it's in an honest way of asking. But when you ask me, a lot of times I don't give you an honest response because I don't want to put that negativity on you. Does that make sense? Yes. I yes. feel like I talk in circles sometimes about this, but in that it's just seeing the goodness from each other as a couple rather than what we're, what pressure we're putting on the other person or sometimes we don't ask it in an honest way because we have an underlying desire of what we want
1: and right and we're hoping we're hoping that the response will be the same as we want but it comes from the spouse from you from the other person rather than you because now you don't have to take the responsibility that well this is what I wanted it's what we want together or really it was what what you wanted and that's the reason we did what I really wanted to do and so it's it's almost like you coerce them and so then you hold the card that oh boy the next time I really want to do something and she might not want to or he might want to well we did with they wanted to do last time even though it was really what we wanted yeah. to do anyway yeah. so it's just a bartering and it's and, and it's and it's silly it's to it because is if and we it's... were
0: just honest and open with our hearts of even the silliest of stuff like what do you want to eat well, i want pizza what do you want chinese well let's get both well no i don't want to draw the no just get what you want <laughs> so if it was just an honest thing but one of the things i want to go to with us is we talk about praying better. Well, praying better is really going to God with our personal desires. And we're not talking about dinner or Chinese or pizza or date night. But it's the same thing of being honest with God and what our prayers are. And one of the things that David and I do that is very successful in our relationship is praying for each other, not praying together, But praying for each other, and we've done a podcast before, which the link will be in the show notes of um, our prayer time together and how we do that. But I will say that praying a prayer time together, but praying for each other. So we're not praying together. What happens is David asked me to. I ask David, "What do you want me to pray for you?" And in that, he gives me an honest answer that this is what I need prayer for. Now, sometimes I know when David doesn't give me an honest answer because we've been together long enough that I know he may be stressed out or anxious about something that he doesn't want to share with me because he doesn't want me stressed out or anxious. But I know that he is stressed out and anxious. But instead, I pray exactly for out loud for what it is he asked prayer for. And then later on throughout the day, I pray for him and the things that I really know are in his heart that he didn't quite share with me. And just being honest. Over time, our prayers have gotten, our requests for prayers have gotten so much more honest and deep. Sure in the beginning, it was world peace. You know, it was, it was, let's have a nice day so we can go to the beach. Whatever those prayers may be. But it really has become more from the heart. How do you feel when I pray for you?
1: Well, it's, it's the best feeling because our Lord that's in the middle of our, in the center of our life, in the middle of everything we do, at the center of everything we do. um, My wife, my partner in life is lifting me up to him. Mm -hmm. Um, There can be nothing more um, empowering to me that the person that I'm, Responsible for um, that, I answer to um, our Lord. Is my wife is lifting me up to Him um, and lifting me up in what I want, what my heart desires that time. And it, it again, it and even though we say it, it's not dinner. It, it can be a small thing. Yes, and and that's that's also sometimes is the. the Problems you have is you limit the smallness of something you desire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Be it earlier when we we're talking about what we want with our spouse to ask answer that ask that we we limit that it's too small it's too minimal let's not ask that. Well, we do the same thing when we're asking when we limit asking the Lord for anything. Because he is in charge of everything and can give us anything. So when we ask something that we might feel is small, but we ask our spouse to lift that up, it's not small anymore.
0: Well, today's scripture is Psalm 145, 18. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. Psalm 145 as a whole celebrates the greatness and goodness of God. David, who's writing the Psalm, not David, my husband, is singing the praises of the gracious provision of God who helps, hears, delivers, and guards those who call on him. Our prayers should reflect the character of God as revealed in history, in Scripture, and most of all in Jesus. They should take into account God's will for us. It would be foolish to ask God to bless behavior that was the opposite of His character. To ask God not to be loving or to approve of our hateful behavior would be unwise. To pray in line with God's character and will is when we are wise. We're to pray to Him with honesty and thanksgiving, praying like we mean it, praying like we believe and trust in Him. In our relationships, we need to ask with an open heart and receive the request with the same. When we're praying together, when we're praying for each other, when we're asking each other questions, to do that with an open heart and trusting the other person is really the center of communication and how we communicate as a couple. So how do we pray with an honest heart? We say what we should want because we aren't always honest about what we want. So we need to say what we want. What do you want? What do you need? So in praying with each other, praying for each other, Opening up that honesty also helps open up honesty in the rest of our communication. Realigning our prayers for each other helps share what we want with the Lord, aligning it with His will. So anytime we're, and you know, we go back to the silliness of us asking about what we want for dinner. The point isn't what we actually want for dinner, it's that we trust each other with the answers. We trust each other to be honest and open. And if our hearts are right with the Lord, our communication between each other is going to be more open and responsive.
1: And, the, the, and that means the request is in line with him, too. Yes. So our request at what we, as small as it might be, want for dinner, was it aligned to the Lord that we asked him what we wanted for dinner so that we could maybe Bless our spouse to have something that, that she wanted, that we both could want. Maybe we, one would cook or the other one would, would cook something along those lines. I know it sounds like it's silly, but not only is, is the answer lifting it up to prayer, but the request from the spouse or you, um, is in line with the Lord. Then that's when prayer is really. Yeah. Um, it's really flourishing and better.
0: Yeah. It's trusting God to have our best interest at heart. And when you trust God together, we believe that we have each other's best interest at heart, that there's no underlying yep. manipulation yep. or selfishness or, mm-hmm. you know. But I will say there are times when, uh, we were younger and I was pregnant, That I was very selfish. I never asked you what you wanted to eat. I told you what you were going to go and get me to eat. I actually would call it in, request it, and have you pick it up on the way home. So
1: We didn't lift that up to the Lord that
0: time. <laughs> We did not. We did not. We thanked not. him after
1: having it. We gave grace we when we it.
0: So what I wanted to, to circle this back all to is realigning our prayers of there are four questions that can better our prayers with each other individually and as a couple to god one is how do you struggle With aligning your prayers with the will of God. These are questions that we need to ask our individual selves, not to ask because of our spouse or for our spouse to answer, but for our individual selves. Four questions to better our individual prayers, our own prayers. Number one, how do you struggle with aligning your prayers with the will of God? Number two, how do you ask Him, not out of your selfish desire, but what He deems best for us? Number three, how does knowing God more impact the way you pray? And number four, have you experienced God's closeness when you call upon Him in an honest way? So, David, share with us, how do you struggle with aligning your prayers with the will of God? And when I was reading these, and we didn't talk about this before this podcast, but I'm reading these, If we have God at the center of our relationship, this is also going to be questions we ask about how do we align our prayers with our husbands and with our spouse, with our significant others? How do we ask, out of not out of selfish desire, but what deems best for the both of us with God at the center? How does knowing you, how does wanting to understand you, my spouse, impact the way that I pray or the way that I speak? And have I experienced more closeness when you, with you when I call upon God in an honest way? And I believe that is really the heart of our marriage. The heart of our relationship is that, number one, God is first. Number two, we trust and love each other. And that we are honest with each other about our feelings and our needs and our desires. And in that, God's at the center of all of it. But how do you, these four questions to better our prayer. Sorry, I took us on a tangent of back padding of our relationship, of where we've come. Guys, we didn't start out in our relationship praying together. No. We didn't start out our relationship with having Jesus at the center. It took us 10 years in marriage, and our marriage was falling apart before we really redirected our entire lives to be centered on Christ. So going back to these four questions, David... How do you see these four questions in bettering your prayers?
1: Well, the four questions bring to the heart what you just spoke about is that to align your prayers with the will of God means you align your life with the will of God. And to align your life with the will of God is to be in his word, to walk his walk, to um, follow his example to follow him in all you do we Mm misstep but to be in his um to follow his light throughout every day and to be in prayer to be in the word um to be with like-minded people allows the will of god to be in your prayer uh, to have the prayers aligned with him
0: yeah Exactly, And how do you ask God now, not out of your selfish desire, but what deems best for you?
1: Again, they they all go right down together. If you're aligned with the will of God, it will mean that you want to be selfless. Mm -hmm. You want to be selfless. But aren't there those
0: times that you're like, I want this answered prayer now. Like, God, answer my prayer right now. Isn't there times that we so want to be selfish? What keeps us from being selfish is what you're saying. No doubt. So it's not that we're saying, guys, you can be perfect if you listen to us and these four questions are answered in your life and you do. No, you have to continually work every day you have a choice. to realign.
1: You have a choice. You have a choice. And and it, your human nature will choose one. You aligned with your walk daily, you have an opportunity to choose the selfless one. You're you're not always going to, but -hmm. then you ask for forgiveness because he's the only one that can forgive you. Even though your wife or your husband will forgive you, you've got to ask for forgiveness from the Lord Mm because that's the one who has to forgive you. So that then you can be aligned with him the next time, which might be 10 seconds from there, might be 10 minutes, might be a day.
0: The third question, how does knowing God more impact the way you pray? And I will say that the more you fall in love with Jesus, the more your prayer is directed towards His will and not your own. It takes you away from that. Knowing God more and understanding who He is and what He has called you to do in Scripture, which is to glorify Him, then that impacts your prayer. And it's not even having the answered prayer that you want. Mm -hmm. It's knowing that God loves you. It's knowing that God protects you. It's knowing that God will guide you. It's knowing God's character. It's understanding where God will take us in His own time. Earlier, I talked about David singing the praises of the gracious provision of God who helps who hears, who delivers, and who, gu- who guards those who call on him. God will help you. God does hear you. God will deliver you, and he does guard you. And calling on him, understanding who he is, impacts the way you pray. And so as we wrap up, David, have you experienced God's closeness when you call upon him in an honest way? Huh. Uh,
1: yes, the closeness. And then how close he is when I haven't called on him because he's there knocking, saying, "Hey, wh- wh- where, where are you? Mm-hmm. Where are you?" And that's a relationship. You talked about the uh, question three. It's it's a relationship you have. You know your partner better because of relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, we know God better because we have a relationship with Him. The more you 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 grow that relationship, that impacts the way you can pray. The more we we grow as a couple. It impacts the way we relate to each other, um, yeah. and so yes, the closeness. Boy, you, you 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 feel it when when you have been blessed by him, your spouse has been blessed by him, um, and then you also feel that closeness when when you haven't you haven't been honest mm-hmm. because he's right there and he's still <laughs> making sure that you ask for forgiveness, but he's still right there saying, "Hey, hey, hey come on now." Yes, he
0: cool. He's always waiting for us, isn't he? Yes. So just to circle it back, our challenge for you is to ask these four questions of yourself to better your prayers. One, how do you struggle with aligning your pri- prayers with the will of God? Two, how do you ask Him, not out of your selfish desire, but what He deems best for you? Number three, how does knowing God more impact the way you pray. And number four, have you experienced God's closeness when you call upon him in an honest way? I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what your struggles are, what your praise reports are. Let me know. You can email me at billy, B-I-L-L-I-E, at billyjouse.com. I look forward to hearing from you guys. David, thank you again for being on the Start Small, Believe Big podcast with me today. You're such a blessing. Thank you. <laughs> he, guys, he's so cute. I I love him to death. Sometimes and we're not always on board with each other, but he is a good husband and a always wonderful man. <laughs> He's a wonderful man, but I will tell you that our relationship would not be what it is if it weren't for mm-hmm. having the Lord at the center and using prayer, bettering our prayer every day in our individual lives and then together as a couple. I want to thank you for listening. I'd love for you to email me, like I said before, com, and let me know one change you're going to make in your prayer life. Before you go, I want to let you know about the daily devotion I send out Monday through Friday mornings. Join our amazing community of humans taking a little time each morning to dig into God's Word. When you sign up for Morning Sunshine, you will receive a little encouragement in your inbox each morning. The devotion starts with a scripture, then a short teaching, and ends with a quick prayer. We'd love to have you join us. I promise no spam, just Jesus and me. You can find the link in the show notes or on my website, billyjouse.com. I pray this podcast has encouraged you to allow Jesus to work in and through your life one step, decision, and action at a time. Thank you for joining me and my hubby today on the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. I hope you're back next week for another episode. Now, let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.